This is not an expert podcast. R slash eat cheap and healthy. R slash eat healthy and cheap. I made, I made that up. I don't know. That's not a thing, right? I don't, I don't know. R slash eat expensive too. and awful. That's me. That's, That's me. <laughs> That's me right there. <laughs> That's Look at that. We got we got Wally and Eve right here. <laughs> That's a steak and potatoes. <laughs> no, steak and but potatoes. It's so good. Steak and potatoes is expensive and, and good. Delicious. Oh it's my god. So Man, I really good. wish it's I so liked good. Meat the level that you guys do because that would mean that there's something like that for no. Me. You like no, the steak that we cooked that one day. It's good, but doesn't mean I like it nearly as much as you guys. do. Just give it time. It'll hit you. It'll hit you. You'll have. Yo, I'm not gonna. I will it. say. I've started like vegetarian meals a lot more now. I was pretty excited. I, okay, I have been getting continuously more and more excited about Korean barbecue and that mm. beef brisket. Brisket. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why, but I guess I'm just really coming around to it. You know. That's true, and that's good. beef, which is. I mean, it definitely tastes like beef. Um, that reminds me, so Ashlyn, my boss, uh, her and her husband love Korean barbecue, but they've only been to one place, and it was called, like, Q barbecue. Not, Ew, no. No, no, not no, that no, no, Q no, no, barbecue. No, no, no. It was, like, Q, oh. like, the okay. letter Korean barbecue. Also, yes, ew, because I think I've seen that place. Yeah, it's, like, Where down, it? it's, like, I think she said down it's, in, like, Sandy Springs It's in the weirdest like place that. of Atlanta. It's not yeah. good. It is not good. But I was, like, y'all have to go to Breakers. So this past weekend, they went to Breakers. And What'd they, she say? They loved it. They said it's their new spot. They went to the one in Duluth, the one that we love, and they said they loved it. The only part they said was missing was the rice cakes. And I said, Iron Age, don't go to that other place. Yo, Iron Age. Dude, I can't say, wait till this Yo! We, okay, how about this? We make our it. own place that only sells spicy rice cakes? And beef brisket. And beef brisket. Literally nothing else. <laughs> Literally yeah, we just nothing else. Just noodles. those two. Glass noodles. Yeah. Okay, we combine beef the best noodles. of everything. Spicy yeah. rice cakes, glass noodles, beef brisket. That's it. Only that. those three. And we're good. And we're good. only sesame oil and salt. Oh, uh, no. No, 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 no. I know no, you no, guys no. like the other stuff, but I like, I like what, sesame what, oil I don't know what salt. the spicy one's called, but I like that one. I don't and know the red Not that one, but it's kind of separate. It's like, a, not, it's like some not, sort of chili sauce. Not, not, not the I mean, gojujang, but the other one. Yeah, you, yeah, samjang is great. All of us like samjang. What's samjang? Except, Except for me. Except for me. I was, I was What's about samjang? to say, that's the one, that's the, the chunky, like, Kevin loves peanutty, oh. garlicky, soy. No. Sauce. I don't like samjang or gochujang. I like the, the other, the yeah, other one. Yeah, you like one. the chili sauce thing. The chili sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally, the fourth sauce out of all the three sauces we've named the fourth of those things. Don't know what it's called. Um, I don't know what it's called either. <laughs> Kevin loves to say all of us to mean everybody but me. Look, it would have taken me an extra half a second if you'd given it to me. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Make it all of us or not all white. I wonder. Oh my God, that's going. everyone but you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who would have thought? Speaking of white. You and Kevin. This is not an expert podcast. <laughs> The, the um, point of view brought to you by one white person who likes to keep her mouth shut. Whose name is? Megan. Michael. <laughs> it's Michael. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Kevin, sorry. sorry. What? <laughs> I'm not starting anything over. You think I'm cutting this? No, he's not. I'm Kevin. Megan. I edit. I'm Megan. I say a lot of things from point of views that are my own, but not my own. That was 
And I'm Dev. It's your boy Michael. You already know what it is. You know, Black Lives Matter. I'm I'm out hey, here guys. trying to represent for the African Americans in the world, even though I'm like- only half. And I feel like I don't do good at it, but I try. Yeah. I would like everybody to know that my Mormon family has come out um, in strong support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Welcome, um, welcome to the clan. Welcome to the clan. Yeah. Not the clan. Welcome Hold to on. The, uh, welcome to the movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think what is it? Welcome to the picnic. Welcome to the barbecue. What is it? That Fucking is so first of all barbecue. Your your family is invited to barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah barbecue. First yeah. of all, Kevin Kevin is not invited to the barbecue first. ever again. Sorry. First, Megan, Megan, you have to give Kevin. Fucking, you have to you have to represent this dude <laughs> I have hard to, have to make him convert him. My all white family. Yeah, the best part. Him. You, your mom, Steve. I forget. Yeah. I don't. I don't know your mom's name is. Um, it's Carolyn. It's a very, uh, it's a very unique name. Carolyn. Yeah, the best part is I know, I know your entire family's name except for your mom's. Because I always call her my mom. Well, I call her like a second mom now. Yeah, you, second mom, mom Steve. It's very unique, and so a lot of people don't remember it. The number of times people will call her Caroline, and she's like, oh, it's close enough. They're, she they can they can, they can come to the barbecue. They can yeah. come to the barbecue yeah. in this house all mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. This house. You better hope you don't have come any through. creepy fans that start to come on and listening to us because we have so easily doxed you to the entire world. Well, they, um, well, yeah. Oh, dox me I'm first. Pretty sure our names are all included in the podcast intro. My first and last name is in our yeah, little tag. All of our yeah. names is there. I think, so yeah, they can see mine immediately. They right. can see all of ours immediately. So we're. But Honestly, also, but Megan's a female, so she's gonna get doxxed first. I mean, well, I, but also my name is the most unique out of all of ours, just because my on. last name is weird. Michael Murphy is a very unique name. I will say, like, no one on the planet has ever been called that name in the history of names. So pretty embarrassing. But if you Google my name, you'll see some pretty old photos of me when I was very, very young and very, very, very. I have different. those too. Have I showed you guys this number? Hold on, my mom sent this to me. If you Google my name, you'll Just find a, a lieutenant from, I think, the Iraqi War who got the Medal of Honor, which mm-hmm. the Lieutenant Michael Murphy from the Marines, I think. Well, if you fucking, Google no, he my got name, the Medal of Honor. NASA did name monster. a star after me. What? They just knew. What? Yeah, yeah, for real. What? I'm on NASA's list of like stars. I never paid for it to happen, but I wonder if one of my parents did or something. Hold on, look at me. You're a star. I'm a star. You're a star. Shine bright, I get shine far. Be a star where you live, where you are. Should be we launch it now? That's from like a... um, Life Size with Tyra Banks and Lindsay Lohan, an nope. old uh, Disney Channel movie. Do you know how far Never the star is? Yeah, you have. <laughs> I honestly haven't. Do you know how far hmm? the star is? No, I don't even know which star it is. I want to say like three say if it's light years. Like 20, 30 light years. We, we could probably there. launch a mission. We could probably launch a satellite. We, we, yeah. we can find we it can, before you die. We could convince NASA it's a worthwhile mission. Oh, we don't mission. need to convince NASA. You know what, Kevin, we can do, do you it want to start? <laughs> we need to convince we'll find you Elon too. I'm sure we can because there's so many of them. If you had, if you took all the grains of sand. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest callback of all time. <laughs> Dev looks so just like, fuck you. That is the most fuck you I've ever seen Dev's face be in my life. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, this week is a Michael episode. I know you guys have been waiting for it. We took a week off, a week hiatus. 
We're going to say it was for my birthday, but really, we just uh, dropped the ball a little bit. Also, Poor Kevin is now 26. I'm 26. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Well, How does it feel to be 26? I don't know. That pushing 30 Pushing club. 30 life. Welcome, welcome to when you're older. I had an internet troll tell me that I was pushing 30 and still thought that universal health care was an option. Like, that was something diminishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like... Like, wait, yeah, pushing thirty? I do think that you know. <laughs> well, I was like, wait, hold on, pushing thirty? Like that's the thing that you can say to really get to me. Yeah. You know, so uh, the most 30. upsetting about that is I'm the oldest in the house, so I'm I'm pushing thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are hard. I I am 30. the I am the pushing I am the pushing thirty, and Dude, I'm not. No, I'm I'm like what like I'm just like leaning up against. 30. Have you considered no, getting I'm yourself like, I'm, No, I'm like six months older than Megan. Seven mm, months older? No, I think you're. I'm uh, August. You're five. I'm January, six. so you're like five. August to January? No, no, August eight. You're seven. You're August, going the wrong, yeah, you're going way. the wrong way. You need to go August, September, October, November, oh, you're older December. Than me? No. Oh no, you're that much younger than Michael me. is <laughs> losing Michael. it. Michael. Is oh my god. Losing it right now. <laughs> no. Oh, you're older than me, as if I haven't spent two years living here. I was like, no. I was like, I, oh god, no. All right, no worries. You have a whole topic to redeem yourself with. Everything I've said. <laughs> I'm the oldest person in the house, and I'm sad. I'm a boomer. I am the boomer. Yeah. You are the boomer of all boomers. I swear to God, if one of you says "Okay, boomer," this episode, I'm throwing this mic the out the window. My generation I am throwing this microphone out the window. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Insert boom crash sounds here. Boom crash the sound of my heart. The beat goes on and on. Get out, Mikara. <laughs> Get get out me car. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Michael, we're we're so close. Tell us about your topic. All we're right. almost there. We've almost made it to the topic, you guys. All right, Hang all with right. us a little, I, little I, longer. I made this whole topic it's for true. us to have fun as a as a house tonight. This is the whole topic about You know what? I figured this would be a fun topic to talk about what what kind of made me the person who I am today. You know, is these past Jesus? like no. Fuck. No, it's not Jesus. Say it. Say fuck Jesus. Fuck that shit. Nah, cuh. He <laughs> no. said it. From, from high school. What, 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 what made me, what, what made me who I am today, which is, uh, I will say hip hop music, b-boying, break beats, break dancing, all of that. I, that that's what I want to talk about today. The origin of the break beat, which is something that I think Everyone knows a little bit about, but they don't actually know where it came from, you know? Mm-hmm. It's such it's such an interesting topic because I know like Megan, you know like you know like Taylor Swift, you know like the basics of hip hop, you know like pop yeah, where all it came Swift from. Basics you no yeah, I I know that, that's it's it seems it Megan, seems Megan, you know those white artists. Well, no, it seems so far, like, so far apart, but really, they're not, like, where where they all came from is the same point, and same with you, Dev, like, Dev, you know rap, you know hip-hop, the same fucking point, jazz, jazz fucking, jazz fucking started this shit, jazz started the funk movement to start hip-hop, to start rap, which started pop in, well, in the old days. Well, but if you go days. further back, I took a history of rock class, 
um, the 60s is actually like where everything stemmed from that we yeah. have now. Yeah. Totally. That's what my it was all like, it, it, it was that's uh, yeah. that could be made it to the moon. So that's pretty significant. I like I'm 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 kind of <laughs> I'm kind of skipping all that, but yeah, no, totally. Like it it all came from back then. Like all the genres of music we have from yeah. today came from back then. Of like it was all from like the same this like the sect of music was like the smallest sect of music mm-hmm. expanded to every genre of music we know today. And true. what I want to talk about is the like that this little section that spawned an entire genre of hip hop, uh, drum and bass, electronic music, rap. That, that the section that spawned all of that, which is which is really weird to think of like this this the, the same section that spawned rap spawned drum and bass and electronic music. You don't like that. I feel like that's something that people don't yeah. really realize. I mean, I will say like, I think that music especially from what it was and what it is now. I think that there's a lot of people who paved the way. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's like, I think that, you know how for things like one invention is built on top of another, you know, I think that's very similar to music, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess time goes on, it changes, but if you trace it back, you can also see where it originated from, like how it got its original. influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Today we're talking about the uh, the breakbeat, the intro of the breakbeat, which which started breakdancing and hip hop and rap as it like, as a genre, which is arguably like probably one of the most important like things that have happened in like modern history recently, because if the if the breakbeat didn't happen, hip hop wouldn't have happened. I'll be honest, like. Pop as like like pop as it goes on now would not be a thing. Like we'd still be like way back in the days of like Why weird ass pop. Why do you build me up, build me up, buttercup, baby? Just to let me down, let me down, mess All right. me around. Megan has been kicked out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never call, baby, when you say you will. No, yeah, Kevin no, exactly. Exactly. When to cut out. My so basically, what happened was um. <laughs> He says, this bitch cannot sing. <laughs> Listen, we know. All right, so basically what happened was uh, the origin of the word breakbeat has been, it's been said to come from like, uh, like drum loops that were sampled during a break in the music. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing started in approximately around like 1973 or so. Uh, and, continuing, and, and continuing into like the late 70s and 80s, it was someone named DJ Hurric. Who is still alive today, and he's still a giant part in the hip hop movement in North, in like New York and North America and everything. DJ Cool Herc, he started he started using like several of these funk breaks in a row to form a basis for a lot of the hip hop songs that you know. What he would do is he would take a bunch of like funk songs, like James Brown songs. Mm-hmm. He would take songs. Um, what's 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 that what's that one group called? Like Grandmaster Flash, he would take Grandmaster Flash, Sugar Hill Gang. He would he would take a lot of songs from them. Are they all would... like jazz groups? No, these these were like these these this is like the these were these were funk like funky. You know you know James Brown. He's like, uh oh, how do I describe funk? How do you describe funk, Kevin? 
Um, gotcha. I mean, the word funky comes from funk, and I mean, that's the, or maybe it's vice versa, I don't know, but that, that's the idea, is that it's just a, it's a, it's a genre of jazz that came out that's pretty bass and rhythm heavy, um, that leans a lot into the, the soul side of jazz, I think, uh, the soul and rhythm side of jazz. I mean, R&B came out of funk. I mean, everything came out of funk, but that's a different story. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll say this, like, uh, if you look at some of Elvis Presley, he took his songs out of, out of funk and rock. Like, rock was born out of funk and R&B from back in the day. So basically, like, we were talking about DJ Cool Herc, he started using a lot of funk breaks in a row to form the basis for a lot of, like, the introduction of hip-hop songs. Uh, and the two most popular breaks he used back then were James Brown's Funky Drummer and uh, the Winston's Amen Brother. And I think you guys will actually really... I, I, I Honestly, I think everyone here knows the Amen Brother break. Even if you've never heard of it, you know it. Because it is the most... I I don't want to say it's like... Like the most known, but it is it is the most used sample of all time in terms of music. Like, and I'm not even kidding. It is the most like it. This break started drum and bass. It started trap music. It started dubstep. It started it started so many things that no one knows. And the the drummer like Gregory C. Coleman, he got no royalties from it. He he died homeless and like disease. He was he was like homeless and he had diseases. Like he. He did not. He did not get any royalties until after he died. And then they were like, "Hey, by the way, we should probably give them money." And we're like, "Hold on, no, he's dead. Why? What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like hip hop community. Like the, the if if you have seen Power of Girls, if you have listened to Drummer Bass, uh, if you've heard I don't know Straight Outta Compton, if you've seen like Futurama, the Futurama theme song, the Futurama theme song had it. The Power Girls Power of Girls theme song had it. Straight Outta Compton had it. Every single drum and bass song has it. It's like the most known drum and bass. It is the most known drum break of all drum break of all time. Mm. It is actually impressive. Like he made this shit in like it was like 1975 or something, and the fact that it's still used today as like as like a base for songs blows my mind. Like how people not known. I, I don't know. Ah, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to like like lose my mind over this, but the fact that this one this one break that lasted like seven seconds that we can't play or also get fucking like hit by royalties and we'll get hit by all the money that we have. But this one but break. Google it. Google it. Google the just Google the Amen break. And this fucking eight second break changed the history of like hip hop, R and B drum and bass rap music for the for for from then from like 1975 until now the fact that this what like this this like eight second like change of music did all of that is so mind-blowing it, it it's it's so it's so impressive like the fact that this one guy did this and he didn't even know he didn't understand like the influence that his one break had on history because he died before he knew any of this happened it's like Van Gogh. It's like Van Gogh. Van, if if Gregory C. Coleman lost an ear, no one would know. 
He probably yeah. lost an ear. He probably cut off with his own ear. No one knows. I don't know, Jack. What do you think? Our fifth guest on the podcast. What do you think? Do you see immediate ears back when you did that? He said, don't you fucking pretend that you know I'm me. Like, oh, he's staring at me hardcore. But no, that was... That was that that I think that that was like that was that was what made Breakbeat so impressive because DJ DJ Herc took these beats from these people and what he did was like b boying like b boying and breakdancing hip hop like when when people say like b boying and like I'm a b boy like it comes from the word break boy which means like you dance to the break of the beat and the break of the beat is like is like boom do like that is the break of the beat like that is the break is like it's like the boom that is the break where like the beat the beat breaks off and you're allowed to like you have you have movement and you have your own like mentality in that so people what people did was they would move and when that break hit they would do something to like emulate that break which is where breaking break dancing I hate I hate the word breakdancing because it's such a media term now. Where it's where like breaking and b boying came from, um, and hip hop. It's it's where all of that, that whole that that's where all of that came from. Like hip hop, like the 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 range of hip hop. It starts from like it starts from MCing. It starts from breakdancing, b boying, uh, graffiti, MCing. All of that. That, 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 that's where all hip hop started from, mm-hmm. and it's grown to literally every single aspect of music today. Which is, I'm just, I'm just, it's so impressive with it's because this just started. This is like the youngest. I will say this is the youngest like genre of music that has actually come to fruition. Yeah. Like just just thinking about it, it's, it's it's so young, but it's it's hit everything and it's influenced everything immediately. And I haven't even started fucking reading off this. We're gonna be, uh, <laughs> and we're gonna be like seventy eight years old and putting on Kanye's Runaway and be like, mm, yeah, I remember this song. This ten minute fucking song. Don't even get me started on Kanye because Kanye <laughs> changed hip hop entirely. <laughs> Kanye, oh my god, Kanye changed the. The just the thought process of hip hop goes entirely. Fuck it, I'm not going. I'm I'm not getting into that. But oh my god. Okay, so basically what happened? Bless you. Thank you. Uh, Cole Herrick. Basically, what happened was he would take these breakbeats from like funk from funk music. He would mix these tracks in like a a dual style, like in like how people normally see DJs nowadays, like two tracks. They're like, you know. Mm-hmm. That was that was DJ Cole Herc. He started that. He started the two track. He didn't start it, but he made it pop. He popularized the two the two track system of DJing, and this started the art of uh, rapping and dancing that we call b boying nowadays. Well, b boying, like b boying as the art or break dancing as the media's called it, because uh, basically how MCing started was, you know, MCs nowadays. When when you go to like I don't know a wedding or any kind of event, the MC is the person who's like the master of ceremonies. That's that is that that that's that's entirely what MC was. But the way that DJ Cool Herc did it and how he popularized it was he put beats behind the MC, so the MC would he would introduce what was happening and then he would tell jokes. 
And then those jokes would turn into like, like rhythmatized, like jokes. And then he turned the rhythmatized raps. So it turned into like, that's how rapping started. It was like, like on, on top of what he was playing, which was like, they started that shit. It was, it was like 1976, 78 was when this happened. Um, that takes a real understanding of poetry because there's a lot of cadences that poetry is written in that's very rhythmic and based on like, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it, there's certain cadences, like there are four different types um, and based on the poem, like, you can trace it down to, like, Shakespeare. You can trace it down to, like, older poets than Shakespeare. Not that I have a good example of those. <laughs> um, but uh, Shakespeare report. Senior. Shakespeare the Shakespeare senior. First, Shakespeare senior. <laughs> Shakespeare's dad. Shakespeare's grandpa. Um, but seriously, they um, actually have, like, a whole cadence that they've broken down poetry into uh, mm-hmm. that's very rhythmic. And you can break down almost any poem into this specific set of cadences. Um, and that's where, like, rap would start to originate. Like, those rhythmic things are also in, like, poetry. And you can take that back. Basically apply it to any poem. So um, you can apply, like, the four types of cadences to today's rap? Mm-hmm. To today's rap cool and to yeah. like any poetry, like you can make it all rhythmic because it's based on yeah. syllables and based on inflection in syllables. I mean, you know, you know, Tupac was a poet before he was a rapper. He's a poet and a rapper. He he literally yeah. has a book of poetry out along with all of his raps. Okay, you guys need to look at Jack right now. He's a. I, I was petting him earlier. He's adorable. He's so. That's very cute. He flipped over. Yeah. But no, Tupac was like Tupac. I, I Tupac passed away. Everyone said Tupac is in Cuba with Little Castro, or did he? which I fully believe he might. He might be there. No one, no one fucking knows. But Tupac also he has a book of poetry out, and he also like his poetry and his raps are so fucking good. Read both. Like this, don't even listen to his raps. Just read them both, and you'll understand that. that you'll understand. How rapping and poetry go hand in hand. I think you don't have to listen. Actually, you can listen if you want because the beats make it more fun to listen to. But if you just read them both, you will fully understand how they go together hand in hand. Of it's mm-hmm. it's so interesting. I, I it's I he I feel like Tupac was one of the rappers who went out of his way to make poetry a fully like. He he went. I feel like he went out of the way to make poetry something that people in the ghetto could look up to and like aspire to be. And he turned it into rap, like how Logic does nowadays, or people like that, mm. or, or like That's how Kendrick, or like how Kendrick Lamar did it. Like he turned poetry into rap. It's that similar stories, just twenty years in the past. Like I feel like that's that's kind of what he did. Yeah, which is. It's it's so fun to listen to Tupac's raps. It's so fun. It's so fun because his raps are so, they're so like you don't think of it, but they're so ingenious. Just the things he says. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, DJ Cool Herc. Basically, what what happened was uh, his style of mix, mixing. He didn't want to become like a big mainstream DJ, hip hop DJ, uh, but his. His, like, the way he mixed with the two-style... What up, Jack? I'm so sorry. The way he mixed with the two-style uh, turntables and everything was, like, 
taken on by people such as like Africa Membata and Grandmaster Flash, which is everyone that probably like people that we know nowadays is the pioneers of hip hop and rap nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, um, don't push me. I am close to the edge. That was that was uh that right there was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Like that was that was their rap. Like I'm I'm was sure we all know that song. Spoken word rap thing. Spoken word rap was a very big thing back back in the day of uh DJ Cool Herc and then right when um when it first came out, African Mavada and Grandmaster Flash, spoken word rap was the thing. Do you remember this person? Uh no, it's like di- dynamite. It was like Rudy James Moore or Roy James Moore or something like that. I feel like I told you about that. I he know like, Roy, uh, Jones, Roy Jones Jr., but I don't know uh, Roy, I don't know, Roy I don't James know if I Moore. I the name right. But I, uh, Eddie Murphy played mm-hmm. this dude. And it's a movie that came out pretty recently. Um, and it was like, his on-screen name was like Dynamite. And he like basically started like the spoken like word rap like the game like basically he was like the first person to go on like radio and like his entire thing was about that like he would literally make movies based around his like spoken word like rap like you know and it was like it was pretty cool dang i need to look like that up. james morris something something like that it's, i'm gonna look that up because i actually i i don't I, I i feel like i have an idea but i don't know who you're talking about so i, I want to look that up to see I, like i recently watched it like not recently but like a little bit while back but i thought it was so interesting that like, i can you. definitely see like how today's rappers got like that sort of cadence from him mm-hmm. and i think that might be one of the cadences you were talking about megan like you know one of the four ones mm-hmm. like you know like, it could be like six, honestly. Oh. I don't know. I just no, said but four. It was like, but he was like, he specifically went back and like, look, okay, this is what made that shit in the old days popular. Iambic like, pentameter is the name of one of them. Yeah, iambic pentameter. Yeah, shit. I know that. Wow. Where did yeah. I pull that from? Iambic pentameter. Oh my god, you fucking <laughs> hit that, and I was like, oh my god, my brain just fucking triggered. <laughs> my, yes. <laughs> my tenth grade teacher will be like, that bitch never did homework. Send it. But send at it. least she send remembers. Let's go. She at least she that's, remembers that's it in iambic <laughs> pentameter. Also, though. Straight out of Compton. You have to watch it. Oh, it's I've seen so it. fucking seen good. It like You've seen it, but you times. haven't? I haven't seen it. You have to watch it. Possible. I haven't watched it. Triggered. It's Which is so this part. good. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've listened to the entire album by NWA, and I listened to every single like Dude, Ice Cube album so good. from then so on. Good. But it's I have Ice not Cube seen that movie. Their casting, if you do a side Their casting is so good. Their casting is so good. But it's so good. We have to watch it. But also, that song, Straight Outta Compton, like, that pretty that is the aim and break just sampled and just like, sl- like slowed down mm. a little bit and then they changed a little bit off of it like yeah i, I was will- gonna say that they don't spend a ton of time uh singing straight out of compton but they do spend a, sen- a ton of time singing um fuck the police yeah they spend a lot of time singing like, that song that in the song, movie. Yo, I will say <laughs> this like, right now. Oh, Guar- guaranteed, I can find fuck the I can find a, the aim and break in fuck the police right now. If you if you play me fuck the police, I can find the aim and break in it right now. <laughs> I can find the aim and break in almost. I can actually no. I can find the aim and break in every single like drum and bass song you give yeah. to me. I can find it in almost every single dubstep song you give to me, and I can find it in like seventy five to like ninety percent of every. 
hip hop rap song that is put in front of me because that shit started it. <laughs> okay, well, you have to identify it for me, like lyrically. I'll, I mean, the musically. The next time we listen to a Dev, song. Dev, well, I'll I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you after this podcast because I ha- I can't play it now because yeah. we will get we will get flagged. But I'll I'll play it for all of you on okay. the thing. I'll I'll just play the I'll play Amen Brother by like I'll play the song that like that started hip hop. Um, but you, and you guys will be actually mind blown by like you'll kind of recognize it. But like if you guys like watch like Cartoon Network or like any like like cartoons or any drum and bass songs, you'll be like yeah. it's kind of familiar. But like you you'll do this and you'll be like it's kind of familiar. But like when like when it actually clicks, you'll you'll be like what the fuck? Like you'll be like holy shit, this is everywhere. And I, I think I think I think you'll hit that point because I think you guys are that in tune with the music. Because I think Kevin did the same thing Like when he first heard it. He was like, holy shit, this is everywhere. All right. So, uh, as, we, <laughs> as we were talking about uh, DJ Kohark and like, like, like the breaks that he did, what that started was like this new wave in solid music that he did with the, the, uh, the double turntable setup that he had when he was DJing. It kind of started b-boying and MCing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into b boying right now, and then I'll I'll go into MCing, which turns into rapping later. But I'm gonna start into b boying, which turns into what we know now as I, I guess break dancing. I'll go into b boying. What happened was b boying or breaking was started by it was like it was it was young black it was like young black teens in Bronx in the Bronx of New York. Uh, it was like it was like block parties because DJ 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 uh. DJ Cool Herc would go out of his way to like perform at block parties mm-hmm. in the Bronx. Basically, what happened is what uh, they would go there. He would perform his like his mixes and like how we'd mix things together and with the break beats and everything. It would grow in popularity with the Puerto Rican and African American African American populations in New York, and kids would start to dance to it. And he called it he called it breaking or b boying. Because b-boying at that at that at that time came to break boys, b-girling became break girls, stuff like that. Like they because they danced to the breaks of the music, which is where break beats. They danced to the break of the beats, break beats, which is where this whole topic came from. Came from. But some of the like, the most influential crews of the day became uh, Zulu King, Star Child, which became. Star Star Child became La Rock, which became TBP Crew, which became Rocksteady, and uh, also Soul Soul and the Crazy Commandos, which still exist to this day. It's like Zulu Kings, or they're still a crew. Like I I know some Zulu Kings. Like there are Zulu Kings in Atlanta. There are Zulu Kings in New York. There are Zulu Kings, I think, out west, but they're mainly a East Coast crew. Um, La Rock and TBP Crew, which became the Brock Boys. They're basically Rocksteady. Which is another big New York crew, which is, I think Rocksteady is one of the bigger crews in New York today. Today, they were one of the biggest crews in New York back in the days in the eighties, but they're really big nowadays. Rocksteady, I think I've actually battled someone from Rocksteady. Uh, so, did they all have like their own like distinct style of break dancing? That is an interesting question you bring up. I will say. Back in the day, yes and no, which is a very Megan answer. <laughs> I say yes and no to almost everything. <laughs> uh, which is what I'm going to get into. What happened was, you know how 
I mean, you guys have. I, I don't. I don't know. Megan, you haven't seen me dance before, but I know like you, like YouTube's gonna be a dance. Like breaking is like you start. There's like multiple. There's multiple like regions of break dancing. There's up rocking. There's down rocking. Mm-hmm. There's power moves. There's freezes. And I feel like all of you have seen me do most all of them. I I feel like Megan is the only person who hasn't seen me do all of them before. But I have seen So You Think You Can Dance and America's Got Talent to have probably a better understanding of at least some breakdancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you, have an, you have an idea, but you don't have like... you don't have Not to on you more. specifically, but I do know how to critique them very well and say, no, it's you a don't. no from me, no, dog. I know. But basically what I want to say, because MCing... I didn't want to, I didn't want to get into like how how hip hop and MCing evolved and everything because like fuck that shit like I didn't want to get into it because that this this whole page will take me like three minutes to just describe b boying I could talk about for fucking hours guys oh passion hours passion that that's this I I lived this I lived this Dev look at me. Your fucking blue hair. Your beautiful ass blue hair. Don't, don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Look that way. Look away. Look at me. Look at that. Okay. Way. Look over okay. there. Look at me. Look over. Look over there. Look at me. Sexy. All right. <laughs> this guy's gone wild. <laughs> we had too much to drink. All right. So basically, Whoops. basically, there's like b-boying. A lot of the original breaking crews that. People know today started in New York in the Bronx, like uh, fucking like like I like I like I was saying the the Zulu Kings, uh, Rocksteady Crew, uh, Commandos, which is Commandos is a fucking huge crew today, and I I, I don't think Commandos is a crew that gets as much credit as it should, uh, basically because like it's it wasn't like big when like Breaking was first started, but Commandos is like. Commandos is one of the big crews that got Korea into breaking, and Koreans were they I, Korean? No, Korea started. Korea started in New York, but it fucking transferred over mm. because that's that's fuck. America's like, hey, fucking give everything to the Asians. I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how it got over there, but it did. We're the entertainment capital. But fucking, I've Kurt. Yeah, I'll say this right now. Koreans are the best breakers I've met. I've ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life. Like I've met, like I've met, like B Boy Born is one of B Boy Born inspired me to start breaking. I'll say this like straight up right now. He was he started breaking. It was like the early. Those like the late nineties, early two thousands. He inspired me to start breaking. He was one of the people who taught breaking not as a power like. Like when you see breaking nowadays, like breakdancing power, like nowadays you like head spins, you see the flips and all that shit. He taught breaking as the flow and the, the flow and the footwork and everything. Like you move with the music. I met him in person and I talked with him. Holy shit! Like the the like the wisdom he imparted on me, just through like that like fucking couple minutes of talking. He kissed your forehead and said, "Go in peace." Child. I wish he did. <laughs> I fucking wish he did. Yo, born. B-Boy Born is the Pope for me of break da- of breaking. Yeah. Like I I've met many like I've met I've met so many famous breakers. Like 
I think I I have met breakers who have won like world championships. Mm-hmm. But B Boy Born, something about meeting him fucking broke me inside. Like I met him and my my entire body shut down. <laughs> it's uh I mean I mean break break dancing it, it it kind of it kind of came out of breaking it it it, it came out of like a weird a weird like range of like the DJing of DJ Kohurik where people would dance to his music and he called them like break boys and break girls because they danced to the breaks of the beats like B boys and B girls. Uh, but what they would do is they would what we call nowadays up rocking, which is all like dancing when you're standing up straight. Mm-hmm. Um and I I've seen I've seen multiple different variations of like how this whole started. But one thing that I found as a majority of what happened is how like actual breaking started was uh, uh, TBB or is the Bronx Boys, which is nowadays called Rocksteady, Rocksteady Crew. One they they would they would go to these to these uh, block parties and they would drink like they would drink the fucking cheap wine, and they would get drunk off their asses. And one of these guys, he was he was up rocking and dancing on his feet, and he slipped. And he fell, and he he made he made a random move with his feet as he was on the ground to get back up, and then that's kind of how they started calling it breaking because one of the guys called it because one of the guys was like you broke your ass on the concrete, so they they kind of was like hey you're breaking break that's how break dancing it looks like their body's breaking yeah like he he broke he broke his ass on the concrete because he legit just tripped and fell. So that I'm that's like, that's going to be okay. <laughs> is is he good? Nah, he, he fine. He he ain't got no ass in the He's good. So that, that's kind of how like break dancing or breaking was was like that's like that's kind of how it was like popularized in New York and the Bronx back in the day. Um. Woo! So basically, that's uh, that, that that's kind of how like break dancing and breaking and b boying came to be. A big part of hip hop nowadays. Yeah. If you want to go back, we're gonna go back in time. We can talk about how MCing became a big thing and how MCing actually started hip hop as like as MC a Hammer. genre. I know MC Hammer. You know MC Hammer? I do know. Do you MC know MC Hammer? Hammer? MCing Chris. Yeah. No, we continue. Uh, I just really wanted to say that they're, they're good MCs. They they were MCs that very, that very much so popularized hip hop. They we needed MCs to popularize the genre of hip hop. And M- MC, I, I've never heard of MC Chris, but I'm sure MC Chris is one of them. MC Chris, MC Hammer. He was not a great. He's like Weird Al Yankovic, but MC <laughs> Hammer. Well, I'm sure he That's he did he did his part in popularizing hip hop sure. to make it to what it is today because we need like MCs were needed. Yeah. Cuz we all we all know MCs were like the 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 term MC started as like people like they were master of ceremonies of the black parties like as we were talking about like it was it was like 30 minutes an hour ago like MCs were the black part like they were the people who told jokes at black parties to get the things going. They and that's how like rapping started. And then as MCs were going, DJ Kohurik, he would throw, he would throw like beats and everything underneath it. Um, 
and then one of the first big people who started to like use his style of DJing to throw beats underneath it was D was like Grandmaster Flash and his group of MCs, which was the Furious Five, which is don't push me because I'm close to the edge. That was Grandmaster Flash, the Furious Five. That was that was one of the original like groups like who started hip hop and like there was the original MCs of everything that happening. And like this spoken smile of MCing, this spoken style was like it was influenced by the old school African American style of capping, which is basically where a performance where like men would try to outdo each other in originality of like their language that gave favor of the listeners. So basically what happened was like I'm from the Congo, you're from Oh, what's a country? What's a country in Africa? Give me a country. Madagascar. Um, Madagascar. I'm from the Congo. You're from the Madagascar. I try to outdo you in my knowledge of the Congo in language. I'm very bad at this. And you go, and you try to outdo me in your knowledge of the Madagascar language. We go back and forth. And that's kind of how rap battle started back in the day. Was people using the beats to go over each other on like how like i out i like i can out knowledge you on the language of the of the country that we're from and i can shut you down and like show people that you're you're I don't know, a phony like you're a fake you're you're not you're you're not a true like you're not a true congoian whereas he'd be kevin would be like hey you're not a, you're not a true madagascarian and so, like, that, that's how I'd go back and forth. Like, we, we would go out of our way to, like, show our knowledge of, like, the language of the country that we were from to shut down the other person, which is how that, that's kind of where, like, rap battles came from, which is very interesting. It's just from fucking just, hey, here's knowledge. Just knowledge of, like, the country you came from. Can we go back and forth on this? No, I win. You suck. <laughs> that's... I don't I don't like it but that's where it came from. It's very strange. <laughs> um but basically what happened was uh cuz this kind of like it, it incorporated all of the basic elements of like what hip hop is nowadays that we know like boasting, rival groups, rival gangs, throwdowns with rivals. Um, and like political and social commentary, they they would commentate on what's happening in the world, especially in the seventies and eighties with what's happening in the Bronx in New York. Like Hamilton. Just like Hamilton, it was like Hamilton, and like it was like three hundred years later, two hundred years later, or thirty years before. Yeah, Hamilton the musical. No, I was I was just thinking like when hip hop started, it was like uh, two hundred yeah. years. After Hamilton, about because it was like it was like 1970, 1960, so I think about then, yeah. But then, like 30 to 40 years prior to Hamilton, the musical, yeah, 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 yeah. all that shit was happening. Like, when it, Alexander it was, Hamilton it was the was same alive. shit, it was the same shit happening just later, mm-hmm. it just like you're going through now, it was the same shit happening in Hamilton just later. Like, I feel like. Our history, history has been repeating. It's re- it's repeated like three times now, and it, it's it's slowly gotten better each time, but it's still not good. <laughs> so like I, I hate it, but fuck it. We're that's that's what we have to do, and we just have to vote. 
Vote. No, hold on. Megan's not saying it. It's Michael. Make sure you vote. Make sure everyone votes. They'll see. But also, this doesn't count towards those of you who are trying to keep track of how many times I say the word vote. What Michael is saying doesn't count towards the tally. It's only when I tell you, when I, your grand supreme leader, tells you to vote. I'm just, I'm just an admiral. I'm not a grand supreme leader. I'm an admiral. I haven't worked my way up there yet. I'm working on it. I'm he slowly has, getting there. He he voted in the primaries. <laughs> I put I put in my I put in my thing for uh, your absentee ballot. Yeah, I, I put it in. But also has not voted prior to that. What? Vote. I totally have not. Um. <laughs> I voted in every election since it's been legal for me to vote. So. <laughs> Okay, so a big, <laughs> so a big thing that happened with a hip hop was uh, Sylvia Robinson and her husband. They started the group called Sugar Hill Records, which is a whole record company, which is where the Sugar Hill Gang came from. Which, if you know hip hop, you know the Sugar Hill Gang. They started Rappers Delight, which was the very first like commercialized rap song of all time. Uh. Rapper's Delight was literally Don't Push Me, I'm Close to the Edge. That, that was the song. I'll play it for you guys after we finish recording. Um, but that was the first step of commercial success. And it started this entire era of just like... It was, it was, I was fucking like... What was it? it was 76? It was like 1976 started this. It started like 30, 40... It was like 30, 40, 50 years of just hip-hop being in charge of all commercial songs released nowadays. And like the beats that are released nowadays based on hip hop, all the songs released nowadays based on hip hop, everything's based on hip hop because of what our boy DJ Cole Herc did. And like what happened back then with what the break beat started in 1973. Like it's so interesting, like how, how someone like, cause he, he did this. The best part was he did this just solely for like, DJs and like in in, in in like his small community because he was in the Bronx. He he found like funk songs and he was like he found like beats in the Bronx and he was like these beats are cool. I'm gonna loop these beats together and I'm gonna like mix them as like a like a like an hour long loop and send them out to DJs and DJs would come and they get them they throw them at block parties people dance to them. So he started the whole thing of. I don't know. He started break beats. He started b boying. He started. He started fucking graffiti. Graffiti started because of this, and graffiti's big nowadays. Like graffiti, like hip hop started here in the Bronx because of like this man going out of his way to be like, hey, I can take these beats and make them more fun for everyone to dance to. And they took those. They took those beats. They danced to them. They created so many more things off them. They created a whole movement off them. And I, I just. I. I don't know. That 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 blows my mind. The fact that people can create a movement off of something so small as in, like a beat, like that's like ten seconds long. I don't know. That that I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. The whole hip hop movement, which turned into well, I guess it also started as a cultural thing, and that the entire reason they were holding block parties is because they would be able to invite uh, not just the black kids, but like the Puerto Rican kids and all mm -hmm. the disenfranchised groups would be able yep. to be invited to these block parties and would be invited to dance. Uh, and then the break, you know, the breaking started there. And then the hip hop movement was all about inclusivity and everything like that. Uh, 
from then going until now. That's what hip hop is supposed to be about as well. So it's just interesting that the breakbeat was, you know, heavily perpetuated that uh, that movement, too. I think one of the most important things that I, I, I have not missioned yet is that, uh, you know, I talk about Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, that group mm -hmm. who like who started who like made mainstream uh, hip hop. One of their songs, The Message, which their the, the song, The Message is literally don't push me on close to the edge. It was voted uh, number 51 on the Rolling Stones greatest songs of all time. That is pretty cool. Oh, fucking all time. Wow. because that that's how important that song was like there's there is no other hip-hop or rap or r&b song ranked above it because that song fucking started it all like solely because of the amen break like i want i just want to come back to the amen break because that the amen break the winston brothers and james brown started so many things that they didn't like i don't think they know they started they just wanted to like push out their message and they wanted to they wanted to like push out how they felt about what was happening in the world at that time. And it just fucking it, it, it made a movement like James Brown and the Winston brothers. They, they, they started funk. They started R&B. They started hip hop. They started rap. They started like fucking Elvis Presley was was started by was it was or it was started by black jazz. Like it like all this all this shit was started by like it was like black people that were put like pushed down and they they use their words and their their music to like show their voices and the fact that that spread this far is so it i think that's so important for especially for nowadays because what we're going through nowadays is like i, I don't want to say it but what we're going through nowadays is it's it's it's, it's just so important for black voices to be heard and all of the music that is being played nowadays is because of black voices from like mm -hmm. 60, 70 years ago that no one knows about. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is, I feel like this is so important. Uh, that, I, I feel like that's why, yeah. I, I feel like that's why this topic just hit me so hard just to start talking mm -hmm. about. And I just lost myself just talking about it. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm you're, sorry. You're, I'm, I'm sorry it took so much time. About it and we, we just want to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, receptive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. to, to what you're telling us because it's it is important stuff and it's good for all of us to know especially with our current climate yeah well thank you michael that was a super interesting episode mm -hmm. uh yeah this, this is a, a great one it was a super educational one yeah. very important for everybody to listen to as I'm, well i'm glad that you're passionate about this as much as you are i just did i didn't know that this meant so much to you i'm just glad to know that it does there's yeah there's there's, there's very few things that mean as much to me as this yeah. does. I, I I don't know why this hits me as as like yeah. as deep as it does, but it does. And it I, seems like you like this nearly as well as much as I like to talk about space. So yeah. <laughs> now imagine. Now imagine. Now imagine there are as many. Imagine there are a many grain of sand on Earth. No, every single grain of sand is a fucking sample from this one song I'm about to show you guys because it's fucking true. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back again next week with some more. And uh, here's Megan with the exit credits. I'm just going to re-repeat what Kevin said. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll uh, record another episode next week. 
thanks for being loyal and for listening and learning along with us. That's, a, that's an episode. <laughs> yeah. Good job, guys. Nice. Um, Good stuff.